we are finally back with a new episode. I am excited. We've got a special guest today to talk some baseball, and I'm pumped about it. But first, who are these beautiful gentlemen here on the panel with us today? LA's finest, Mr. Jonathan Guerrero. What's up, guys? Good to see you as usual. Yeah, yeah. Well, we also like to welcome you to the world of fantasy baseball. It's been many years coming. You have a reason to watch the Royals versus <laughs> the Orioles now. You might not have had a reason ever in your life to watch that game, but you're going to tune in on a Sunday night to watch that because you're going to want to see if Mancini gets that double to win you the category. So That's true. Yeah, I was, I was when Clax talk, uh, and I were talking about it, I was going to bring that up. Like now I have more of a reason to pay attention to the rest of the league besides the NL West. It, it, it's honestly the reason why I have the MLB package. I, I watch games because I have a reason to watch players, and I love it. Who else is with us today? He is Emmy Award winning producer extraordinaire, Mr. Joey Glass. <laughs> She's getting nervous with you. You're such, you're such a star after the big suicide podcast. And you blowing up with those millions of hits after that with Mr. Uh, Mike Henderson. Uh, He's nervous around you now. I, 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 I love you, Talia. That just that just made my entire day. <laughs> Last but not least today, the Fox is not with us, but we have someone very special. We have a man, some know him just by steam. He inspired us for a special fired up four at the end of this episode. He's gonna be a judge, jury executioner of one of my favorite fired up fours we're ever going to have mr will doll welcome to the show now now you guys don't you don't you don't see him necessarily if you're listening on spotify or apple podcast but he by far has the best beard and best facial hair maybe just the best face of any human that's been on our show so far and um i'm pretty excited to talk some yankees baseball to start this off mr doll i, I gotta tell you you are a yankees fan correct yeah that's true yeah, I know you and Joey Clax have been to many Yankee games together, correct? That's also true. How are you feeling about this start? Worst one since 97? Uh, well, I guess you could say, the, you know, at least they... No, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> There's no other way to put it, man. There's no other way to put it. Now, how playing like garbage. My, my, my whole thing is, before the season started, Joey Clax will tell you, I've been saying that the fact that Brian Cashman has a job and they've won one title in 19 years as the Yankees, one title in 19 years as the Yankees, you know how many other teams have won multiple and there's like five teams that have won multiple in that time. And the Yankees have won. Brian Cashman the Red Sox won like four in that time, right? Yeah. The Giants won th at least three. I mean, maybe four. Um, there, there's a few teams that won. Yeah. It's, it's bad. Uh, the Red Sox, yeah, the Red Sox won like three or four in that span. Um, right. Dodgers only won one. But that's so is it like like I immediately said, I really only – I pay attention mostly to the Dodgers. So is it they're not playing well? Is it injuries? What's the issue going on there? Clax? Um, no hitting. No uh, hitting at all. No hitting whatsoever. But before I even get before I even get into that, I, I'll tell you as a as a Homer moment, you know what what really comes as you want to talk about the Yankee fan as a whole right now and what the feeling is as a Yankee fan. There was a bunch of uh, of knuckleheads throwing baseballs onto the field the other day, right? Oh, we yeah. all we we all saw this. 
Now you saw I posted something. There was a memory that you shared with me that was something of mine from like a decade ago of uh, when the new Yankee Stadium opened and comparing it to the new City Field mm-hmm. and all of the things that that there were. But there's one thing that stays exactly the same at Yankee Stadium, and it's all of those fans in the Bronx. And let me tell you something about those. Me and Steve been to a lot of baseball games together. We've been to a lot of drunken baseball games together mm-hmm. in Yankee Stadium. Five and 15 is pretty goddamn unacceptable. <laughs> you know, and it's funny okay. built the team around offense. So I completely understand people being this upset and hitting, John. Hitting is the answer. They're just, they're... DJ LeMayhew, he's had a couple multi-hit games, but he hasn't he hasn't come up in the clutch. Runners on, he doesn't do anything. He, he'll go two for five, but so they're they're won't. just slumping as a whole team instead of a player on a team slumping. Nobody's picking up the slack. Absolutely, and more importantly, when 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 runners are on and when things really matter, they're they're they don't have any sort of intensity whatsoever. Aaron Judge isn't diving for balls. Not that he should in April. But there's a multitude of reasons. Everybody's playing for themselves. And I completely get that everybody is their own player. I I understand how the league works. And I understand everybody's a superstar, especially on that team. Yada, yada. But um, how much blame goes to Boone? If you're saying a lot, if you ask me a lot, I I, I think, you know, he could, he could do a lot more to motivate him. You know, I heard the other night, you know, he he apparently screamed at him in the clubhouse, but you know, and then the next day, I think they lost worse. So, I mean, I don't think. (laughs) So we're, we're in spring. We got two more seasons until baseball kind of closes out. Which, which season do you get worried and start to worry a little bit more? I mean, end of, end of summer. No, 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 no. I mean, you know, if it's if they're not if they're if they don't look like they're picking up any momentum by June, I think that's when you start to worry. You know, I mean, because you know, the teams have gotten off to bad starts before and they've still won it all. So I mean, you can't totally panic. But and here's you know, the like, thing: the, as a Yankee fan, you have this unrealistic expectation of winning the World Series every year. So 15, five and five and ten. Unrealistic with that payroll being top three in the league every year. It's not unrealistic. It's a realistic expectation. Okay, so five and ten. All of a sudden, the media specifically starts pulling the panic button. As a Yankee fan, like Steam just said, you don't worry about this till June. What's your record in June and July? Then, then talk to me. I'm not concerned. Yeah, I'm not even thinking about it right now. You know why? Because of that payroll, like you just said. The depth, the depth on that team is ridiculous. And if there's a problem, you go to free agency. They have it offensively, the depth. And the offense will come around. Their lineup is a top five lineup in baseball. I mean, it is. Like, they're just not performing. Pitching is not good. I mean, they might be peaking right now, and it's not doing very well. But um, they don't have anything past a top three pitcher in baseball in Cole. Cole is, is he's, a, he's a god. He's, he's unbelievable. He's what the Yankees do. You pay money to get the best pitcher or one of the top three pitchers in baseball. That formerly beat you. <laughs> Granted, they spent the same money to get, yeah, uh, exactly. Mon- Montgomery looked pretty amazing so far. He's all right. But if that's your number two pitcher and who's behind him, I mean, that's the problem. Severino, Severino's, Severino's supposed to come back. Yep, Severino. And and, and they've got this kid, man, that was Devi. 
the, the 21 year old who pitched in the playoffs last year for them, Garcia. Yeah. They, they, he's 21. He, he's going to, I thought they were going to call him up when Herman went down, um, you know, when they sent him down, but they didn't call him up yet. But that's the future for the Yankees. They're hoping he's the next young stud. But I, I think Brian Cashman is the biggest problem. I think they've given him a decent payroll to work with. And he's gotten lucky with guys like Mike Tauschman being a good player kind of in the rotation. And Gio Urshela became one of their best players. And Luke Voigt was one of their best players. These are guys that were scrap pickups. Cool. That was good playing, good pickups. But the big money signings, where are they? The payroll is it's top, it's it's top three, but where are the big name guys? Stanton and Cole. And who else? Maybe it's just the payroll's inflated by Cole's huge contract and Stanton. I, I don't know. Like it's weird. It's, to, yeah, weird it's to, bad. I, I, I think the other issue is the Boston Red Sox are going to be very good this year, boys. I don't know if you realize that, but they've got their manager back. And we were just talking I, about managers, right? I have another bronze oh. cheer ready and waiting. Well, yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> you can't just go straight into a Red Sox are going to be good conversation. All right, go. All right, go. Well, well, where do you want to go with the Yankees still? Do you have any? All all right, I go. No, no, this is just the inverse of the Yankees conversation because if the Yankees, oh my God, the Yankees aren't going to be good because they're five and 10 because the Red Sox are 10 and five. And then on top of it, just to have the shit roll downhill, the Red Sox are going to be good this year. I don't know. I think think they are. JD Martinez is going to be an MVP candidate. Already he's got six homers. The guy's back. They've got their manager. They got their swag. Their pitching is not bad. It's way better than the Yankees, and they don't have any names like a Cole at the top. But they're one. JD Martinez is going to be on the DL before Aaron Judge. June before Aaron Judge. <laughs> That's my question. <laughs> yes, before Aaron Judge. And then when does Stanton go on the DL? Before both of them. Okay, just. <laughs> I mean, that's the amazing part. They actually have more of a healthy lineup of big name guys this year. Glaber's in the lineup. Sanchez get a couple home runs. How's he been doing since the beginning? Anything? Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. I, I, I still. Yeah, I still, I still think the Red Sox are going to win the division, and the Yankees better start fighting for that second. Place. Tampa. Tampa doesn't have a shot. No, they do. That's why I said Yankees better start fighting for second because I think Tampa's going to be right there. Yeah. Um, I think the Red Sox are going to be a little better though. Tampa last year was their chance, man. They had it. That was their chance. Here's the thing. It is April 19th. <laughs> so as far as the whole season goes in the AL East, it's still up for grabs. Baltimore has a shot. No, they don't. And if you no, think- no, they don't. They don't. <laughs> but <laughs> no shot for Baltimore. Uh, the Yankees, no, the Yankees could go on like an eight-game winning streak, and then all of a sudden it's, you know, they're two games. And they will. They will. But they have to start soon. They can't. They can't be like it will. 10, they can't be ten and twenty-eight. You know what I it, mean? It will. The, there was a really asinine press conference given by Cashman this afternoon that I did nothing. That did nothing for anyone, and and then they'll go on an eight-game winning streak, and go they'll take credit for it. Soon? Doesn't he have to go climb a building soon? <laughs> John, who do Yankees playing? Can you look up their schedule and see who's coming up against them soon? I'm kind of curious. Yeah, I got it right here. They're due to to play someone crappy. They got the Braves coming up. So the Braves have been slumping too. And Acuna Acuna got hurt. Yeah, that's... He's exciting to watch though. 
oh man, he was going to be MVP before he, if, well, hopefully he's not seriously hurt. He's out for like a week. He was going to be MVP in April. This guy, <laughs> that's more than the Yankees talk. Um, he's trending that way. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, man, Will, I think, I think this is going to be a rough, my June, man. What if, what if, if you, if it's a reverse year where the Mets are in like first or second place in June and the Yankees are in like, fourth third or fourth place and they're like 15 games out like the Mets usually are by that time what, what's gonna happen in like this summer like I don't even know in New York I'm not in New York anymore can you explain what would happen well I mean you know it, it, you, it there's a lot of science involved because that's just like the, you know because you just landed on some like parallel universe so I don't know <laughs> I'm not sure what you mean man <laughs> I mean this could be wild this could this could be a wild year I'm telling you yeah, it could be a Mania taking over. Lindor Mania. Lindor. Yeah, he's Jose Reyes part two. No, Anybody no, want to start? Anybody want to start sure. when he's going to get injured? He's, uh, yeah, he's the juiced up Hall of Fame version of Jose Reyes is what he is. Um, same big smile, though. I like it. You know? Can you imagine, John, can you imagine listening to this guy if Lindor got injured? Uh, <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> no, it's it's going to be worse once they do well, to continue to do well. If he got injured, I feel like Ethan would just put his tail between his legs and take it. But once, they're gonna, once they continue to do well, we're not going to hear the end of it. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> did I explain? So will I explain to this to these guys last week? You know, and I'll explain to you probably as a Yankee fan. Um, you know, when your Yankees make it to the first round of the playoffs, you don't even get excited anymore. You're just like, all right, come on, we got to get to the next round. You know, as a Met fan, I'm like, holy crap, we're in the playoffs, and it's like the greatest feeling in the world. So, like, when the Mets start doing well and they get to the playoffs, like, if the Mets ever won a World Series. You Yankee fans would never understand that feeling. I mean, maybe Joe is like a Jets winning the Super Bowl feeling. But, never happening. But but even they're your second team behind the Yankees, right? I mean, the Yankees are still your top New York team, I would assume, over the Jets. Yes. Like, if you had to pick one, like, team to say, this is my team for life, like, you're picking the Yankees, right? Of course. Yeah, so, like, it's not even – because the Giants won the Super Bowl, and it was a very amazing feeling for me as my second favorite team watching them win the Super Bowl, you know? But if the Mets won the World Series, I don't know what that feeling would be like. I don't. I don't think it exists. Like like we were talking about things that don't exist. The feeling of the Mets winning the World Series. How old were you in 1986? I just turned three. Okay. All right. So like I I supposedly watched it, but I was shitting my pants. So what does it matter? You know. <laughs> like like I, I didn't appreciate it. I did become a baseball fan though in '88. Uh, when the Mets right. went to the playoffs that year um, and lost to the Dodgers, actually. Um, right. that series, John? Right. Yeah, I, that's the year I was born. I was... Right, exactly. Yeah. So, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it led up to the Kirk Gibson, you know, the, the fist pump, the next series after that. But the Mets made the NLCS that year. I loved it so much. I bought the baseball cards, Daryl Strawberry, Doc Gooden, the young David Cohn. Great team. I love that squad. And then, and then my dad started taking me to games in 91. And guess what? They were the worst team in baseball in 1991. I went to like five or six games. Every game I went to, Howard Johnson hit a home run. Every game. You guys want to know why I love Hojo so much? Go be eight years old and your team loses every game you go to. But one dude tries and hits a home run every time. <laughs> He's the only guy giving you life. That's it. That's my Giving favorite. you happiness. No, he always will be. I'll always love Daryl and Doc and all those guys. But Bobby Bonilla. But no, 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 that, that's my rant on that. Bobby Bonilla, July 1st. Bobby Bonilla Day, absolutely. 
Do you know that Bobby Bonilla will actually be getting paychecks after Francisco Lindor's last paycheck? <laughs> How's that for That's you? so ridiculous. That is amazing. Is that that is really a genius deal. I mean, like, you can say what you want. It's a genius deal. Yeah, I mean, he he made an extra $28.5 million, and every year he just gets a couple mil for fun. It's like, hey, why not? Yeah. Uh, just bank on the living long time. That's all you got to do at that point. Uh, what do you think about Shane Bieber? Uh, John? Strikeout record to start the season. 13 strikeouts every game for four games. He's killing it right now. There's not much to say about it. He's I I I don't know. I, I would say if the Mets didn't craft a bet every time to Grum pitch, except for like the last time, they are I don't know if you could argue who would be who's number one pitcher right now in MLB, either DeGrom or Bieber. Hey, DeGrom, Bieber, Cole. That's my one, two, three, if you ask me who the top three pitchers in baseball are. Um, but that's just today. Um, DeGrom, last game he pitched, did you see the record he had, um, Clex? No. Struck out nine straight guys. He almost, uh, yeah, ten, ten's the record, right? Missed the yeah. record. Wasn't it almost a perfect up and down over seven innings, like for the whole team? Yeah, they were, they were, it was pretty solid um, against the Rockies in, in Colorado. But it was like mucky, like 39-degree weather. Like it was football weather, not baseball weather. It's kind of weird. But yeah, that's some of these stadiums. I, I, I see sunshine every day. I don't know what it's like, Clax. Outside K-Cup Studio, what's it doing right now? Snowing? Uh, no, it's actually like 50. Ooh. Like raining up here. Rainy and kind of a little cold. Where, where are you? Where are you, you filming from tonight? Oh, Walden, New York, in uh, in Orange County. Okay, so you're you're a little bit more upstate New York. Oh, yeah. So you probably got a little dip up there, and yeah, it's a, it's a little bit cooler up here. Yeah. Nice. All right, let's. Uh, I want to transition real quick. Um, did you see this fight this weekend? Our MMA expert. There was an MMA fighter, <laughs> Jake Paul fight. John is a huge Jake Paul fan. Um, Don't stop saying that. Wait, uh, wait hold on. Is, is was this considered MMA? No, no, no. no it was boxing. Okay. But an MMA fighter was involved, so I want John's first take on it because uh, the worst ambassador for MMA to go into a boxing match was Ben Askren. <laughs> it was he just embarrassed the sport of MMA so bad, and he doesn't care because he's retired. He had hip surgery uh, under a year ago, and I mean, there's a reason Jake Paul's not fighting anybody legit because he'll get worked. And he literally fought probably of professional. So Ben Askren was an MMA champ. I would say Ben Askren probably has the top three worst striking in MMA that I've ever seen. Did you see what uh, Mazdamal said about him? No, I missed that. He goes, this guy, he can't punch. All he does is take you down and dry hump you from behind every fight for three rounds. That's all he does. He's going to get his ass kicked. And guess what? Boy, he did. Ben, when Ben Askren fights, it looks like he's fighting through thick mud, like when he's punching. Like, it's the worst yeah. thing I've ever seen. And... It's an embarrassment, and this. He came in like off hip surgery, fat, and he guess what? It was the most money he ever made in a fight in his life, and he was a UFC champion. Clax, remember we talked about the fight, how they make no money in UFC. The dude he wasn't was... he wasn't a UFC champ. He ever uh, he was a champion one fighting and in Bellator, I believe, not UFC. Okay, so that's pretty big. To then go to UFC, you should have a little bit of clout. So two, he got starched once he went to UFC. Two things with UFC. One, this this fight, right, was put on by Thriller. Triller. 
Triller. Triller. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Triller. So these guys like are just eating up everything in the entertainment industry. Huh? Wait, you huh? Like this was like. Did you see? What's that? Did you see who performed? I mean, it's. I, I heard it was like performance after performance after performance. Yeah. Yeah. So you had the Black Keys open with a 25 minute set. Will that's pretty cool. You know, you get a concert. Um, you had the, the commentators are Snoop Dogg and Pete Davidson, um, smoking weed, drinking whatever they're drinking the whole night uh, together. And then, and Pete Davidson is just making fun of everybody. Everyone. He's just, I mean, it's just like a roast for him. And then you had Snoop Dogg and his band perform. Justin Bieber performed with his band. I mean, these are some A-list talents that are performing. So you're getting a concert and then, oh, they throw in like three fights in between, you but, know? But to my understanding, the entire thing was totally classless. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, it was I, the most I, useless pay-per-view ever. Did you I streamed it. I streamed it and yes. I feel like I deserve a refund. Like, okay. I didn't pay for it. Like, I want my money back for my internet usage. Like, I'll tell you this. this. No, 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 I'll tell you this. It's, if you could stream it for free, it's not bad. It's not, okay. you know, because the music, like, I'm not a huge Justin Bieber fan, but whatever, you throw in a, two songs. Snoop Dogg's performance was cool with his, like, all-star band of, like, all these famous people. And then the Black Keys, I'm not a huge fan, but, hey, it was a pretty cool performance. Two of the fights were decent. The Jake Paul fight's obviously the joke. Um, the next one um, actually has a, a real, like, former champion boxer, like, who's in his prime fighting. I forgot who it is in the main event, but the the... The, the fight before the main event is Evander Holyfield fighting against um, whoever Mike Tyson's last real opponent was in 2005, the guy who beat him. I forgot who that was. Uh, but yeah, so Evander Holyfield's fighting on the next card. Um, we'll see where that goes. I think it's in June, maybe May, but I think June. And one other thing, so... No, give me two I, I've discussed with you guys how I don't understand this whole MMA thing and how I'm going to try to get involved. So this Bellator MMA was on the other night. So I yeah, yeah. started watching it. It was stupid. You know, it's the WWE <laughs> to the WWE. It was totally stupid. So what am I missing here? You know, uh, I, I don't... Jesus. Is that I think you stupid have to, MMA? You have to. Like, I mean, Bellator is second tier league. Okay. Um, it's what I'm saying. It's like the, it's like watching like WCW wrestling back in the day instead of WWF. You know, like you okay, watch, I get that. So like, unless you're a hardcore fan, you're probably not going to want to just put on Bellator at two in the morning and see what fights they have on. You know what I mean? It's like, um, yeah, it's like I don't know. That that's just me. I'm I love fights, but I'm not doing that even. Like I like when a UFC pay-per-view is coming on and you got the champions and the best of the best. That's worth watching to me. The other yeah. It gets the uh, Okay. Now I okay, that makes I'll, sense. I'll I'll put, I'll find some videos for you class and I'll send them over to you. Thank like you. some UFC stuff just like hype stuff so you can kind of see where the excitement part of it is and why yes, people that's, would like watch it. Some of the, yeah, some of the best like main event champions. You've, you've, you've done that before. Send me like a whole fight, like an awesome whole fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Send me some okay. Anderson Silver fights or, or some GSP fights, some Brock no, Lesnar fights. not GSP. Uh, some Brock Lesnar fights are awesome to watch um, just because he's a fucking animal. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, it, yeah, so I, I just wanted to bring that up. I, I don't know. I was very embarrassed. They're saying that they want... Tyron Woodley to be Jake Paul's next opponent. What, what oh, Tyron, Tyron would whoop his butt. Super, would, right? super bad. 
I mean, I know he seems washed up now in, in UFC, but he would still beat Jake Paul, right? I'm not crazy. He would mop the floor with him, absolutely. And Jake Paul's not going to take that fight. That's what I was going to say, because he was in the corner for that fight against Jake Paul. You don't think Jake Paul would take it? No. All right. It's enough Jake Paul talk. Um, him. He always fights people that are smaller than him, too. <laughs> They're all like 30 or 40 pounds less than him. He was talking about Mayweather. Like Mayweather's like 70 pounds. You're a heavyweight. And Mayweather's like, like, like 130. Um, all right. Real quick. Quick football before we get to the greatest fired up four we've had since the one about stadium food, which I do want Will. This last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is last week. But that was a great one, wasn't it? Um, I, I'm going to want some steam opinion on this too. But Julian Edelman, we, me and Clax had a debate a little bit for a week that he wasn't a Hall of Famer. Um, do any of you guys on the panels think at this point he's a Hall of Famer? Will? I wasn't. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, do you know? Okay. He says no. He shook his beard. You guys can't see it, but I, I felt it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, at first, when Clax was presenting his argument, I was like, yeah, I totally see that. And then as we delve deeper into it, I was like, okay, like, there, like you said, I think you brought it up. We got to do like a fired up four of people who are probably like, I would say he's had an amazing career. Um, I just don't know if it's Hall of Fame here's Career. here's here's the thing man i i was i didn't care what i heard edelman is a hall of famer it's it's a no-brainer and then i i heard two words heinz ward it's just your own theory it, it just proved everything i had been bitching and moaning about for three quarters of a day about <laughs> yeah no all um, of it he won a super bowl mvp he's a great he won, player he's won several Super Bowls, and he's got much better stats. But then you know. But like, so is that saying? Is that also saying like Heinz Ward should be in there and Julian, or neither of them? Well, Heinz Ward should be in there. Heinz Ward should be in there, and he's not. So why the hell would Julian Edelman get in? And then okay. that's my. So if, if 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 Heinz Ward was in there, then would Julian Edelman be? No, nope. it would. Or should it, he be? I would. It would. It would make for an argument still. But since Heinz isn't, then. I, I think there's a lot of wide receivers in the next few years, like the Larry Fitzgeralds that are going to be coming out around the same time as him and guys that are just really good. And I don't I think is he, who would you put ahead in the hall of fame? Julian Edelman, Chad Ochocinco. I'd probably put Edelman. Ochocinco. Well, uh, well, just cause I'm partial to Ochocinco cause I adore him so much. I know. I think that's what it is for me too. I, I don't know why he just came to mind. He's the first player. Um, He's the first player that came to mind for me. Um, what about Alex Smith, Fox's boy, retiring today? Decided he went snowboarding this weekend and it was too much fun. So he's going to retire. He had offers to play for other teams too. He did it on his own. So, I mean, good for him. He, um, wants, he wants to walk for the rest of his life. And, yeah. and you blame him. He proved he could do it. He proved he could play. He proved me wrong. I think that was his goal, was to prove this guy even wrong because I said I, I would have bet my house. No way. Mm-mm, can't do it. He played it. He, he even won games. And, yeah, he won games. and But the whole time he was on the field, everyone collectively was holding their breath every snap um, to see what was going to happen. So and they still put I, him in. And they still I put think, him in. I think it was the right decision. Um, what do they have? Uh, the Washington football team, they got Fitzmagic. And then they have that backup quarterback that did pretty well against the Bucks. I can't remember his name right now. And I'm very sorry about that, sir. Or something? 
Uh, let's see. All I know is don't be surprised if the Washington oh. football team trades up to a top six pick to try to get a quarterback. Uh, Taylor Heineke. Taylor Heineke, sorry. That was close. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they trade up. I think they're one of those teams. Them and the Bears, look out. They're going to try to trade up to that Falcons pick. I'm, I'm, I'm convinced. Um, we'll see what happens. All right. We've got Steam here. Steam, before we get to this new fired up four, when you go to a baseball stadium, have you been to multi? I know you've been to Yankee Stadium. I'm sure you've been to like City Field and Shea Stadium. Have you been to other baseball stadiums throughout the country at all? Some minor league parks. Okay. That's even better, actually, for this question. Well, yeah. What are your favorite baseball stadium foods? I mean, we had a, an interesting debate. Like, I said, like, the hot dog is just like the standard at every baseball game for me. Cracker Jacks. And then you get the fancy stuff. Like, the Mets have the 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 palm fritz with the dipping sauce mm-hmm. and you get out here in arizona they've got a churro that comes with ice cream and banana split and, and and it's on a hot dog bun and it's like a foot long and it's got hot fudge and whipped cream and it's it's just an unbelievable dessert thing and then there's just the cracker jack and peanut classic you know so like it, right. it goes so many ways which way do you go like where, where do you stand also to be clear i put beer as a food beer was on my list so beer was on John's list. <laughs> It, you know, it depends on the game. You know, sometimes I like, a, you know, like the taking the peanuts out of the shell and like, you know, slowly eating them as you as you watch the game. Sometimes I like to go with those Yankees garlic fries. Yeah. Hard so up, that's a, about that's that. a nice selection. So, that was on Claxless, right? The garlic yeah, fries? Sure made was. an Instagram post of garlic fries. I saw a beautiful picture of it online. I could not post it. Um, <laughs> those things are one of my favorite parts of going to Yankee Stadium. I'm not going to lie. They're always a little soggy, but, like, they're supposed to be almost. Like, you know, like, they're made. I think so, yeah. You made. need a fork. Yeah. Oh, you have to. Or eat them with your dirty hands and just, you know, try, mm. not, to catch the, try not to catch the disease, you know? That's, <laughs> that's part of the game. Um, all right, so. Do, do you guys do, like, worst foods? We haven't. Do you, do you have a – and you said you do not – I saw you commented on our, our our one of our social media posts that you do not like – the foot long, what was it? Foot long bacon at Yankee Stadium. And I think Clax <laughs> put that as his number one. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, we, we went to a game together and I bought it. And I like, I, I, I bought it because, you know, you, you're drunk and you think that's going to be the best thing ever. Right. <laughs> so then, so then I brought it over and then I'm like, show it to him. And I think Zach was there too. And I'm like, I don't know if I like this. Here you guys want this? <laughs> and then Clax so that, changes his life. Yeah, that's funny. That's like a fancy one that you don't like. Like my worst would probably be just those crap chips with the cheese nacho, like nacho cheese. Like, get that out of here. I'm not going to pay nine dollars for that. Yeah, you know, you could do better in a stadium, a major league baseball stadium. Yeah, melt even some, a minor league one. Yeah, you melt some some real cheese on it. Don't give me cheese in a package at that point. I'm with you. I'm with you on that, John. That's that's a cheap one. Worst foods, that's that. Hmm. You know, I mean, like I said, you can never go wrong with like a brat. It, it, it's a, that's a tough question. I have to think about that one. Uh, worst, <laughs> huh? Okay, I gotta think about that. Well, what, what about the, the one in Seattle? The the was it crickets? No, oh, yeah, Jordan was grasshopper. Was it grasshoppers? Grasshoppers, grasshoppers. they have uh, like deep fried grasshoppers, and they're like. The number one selling thing that sells out but a third inning every game. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that, that I don't know. If I go there, I'd buy it. Don't get me wrong. Is that a Japanese cuisine? Maybe. It was for Ichiro. 
You know? well, no, I mean, I know, I know Seattle has a large Japanese populace, so maybe that's a thing with that. That's, that could be true. It is popular. Right? It's crazy. Like, Google it. It's one of the wildest things. They, they, people go nuts. Like, they wait on long lines before the game to get there so they don't miss out on it. It's wild. But, all right, we got you here. We're going to talk about our favorite fired up four best beards in the history of sports. Um, I'm going to have you go last. Um, Will, I want you to judge our list and you could kind of put yours together either based on ours or if you've got your own that you want to add to it. Um, yeah, I got some ideas. I figured you do. You are the guru here on this. Um, John, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? What, how do you want this to work? Um, you go first. I'll go second. All right, Clax. That means you're going to bat third, okay? Sure. You're in the power slot. All right. So I might change my mind if you guys have um, ha- have better ones here. But As, for, Before we start, as uh, all fired up. Uh, per Actually, usual, I, does anybody have an honorable mention? Yeah, I need, we... you need to go first. I need you to go first, Clark. <laughs> right. yeah, I, do, I do have an honorable mention. Wait, I just want to make sure before we do this, this is about all sports. This isn't just yeah. all sports. Okay, okay, cool. Oh, all, all, all... Raleigh fingers on there because that's just a mustache. There's no beard involved, you know? There's no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I have an honorable mention, okay. and that is Mr. T. <laughs> that's amazing because that's toward, lean towards one of my, my my number one so that's amazing um that's great all right um number four kimbo slice that's my number one just so you guys know i'll get to why if you if you, if you want to let me describe why it's number one i will do that for you afterwards but you can tell a little bit of why you have them on your list I'll let you handle that all with your number one. I, tell, I'll t- I can tell you right now. First of all, that's the one beard you know feels like Brillo when you touch it. That just Absolutely. It is, I, it, that beard terrifies me. There's not many things in people in the world that like really scare me. Like, like, like that, that, like if you put me in, in a, say you could fight this guy for a minute, I'll give you $10 million. One minute mm-hmm. you gotta fight him though. One full minute. There's many UFC fighters. I'll let break my arm, snap me. Kimbo Slice and a young Mike Tyson are the two people in this world. I don't think I don't think I could do it. I don't think I could do it. Kimbo scares nah. me. The beard is what makes it like like if you hit him in the face, it never touches his skin. That beard is like a shield. <laughs> so I I feel like these are the two no-brainers, right? So then number three, James Harden. His name is the beard. His name is the beard. Isn't it self-explanatory? Uh Number two, Brent Kiesel. It's a good one. My honorable mention. Okay. I mean, that's just the most iconic football beard ever. You might as well have had that beard in 1970. (laughs) (laughs) Just just saying. And number one, my heart, my soul, fits magic. (laughs) So, yeah, we're going to have a lot of crossover with our list for sure. They're just just there. Excuse me, I know I'm the guest, but can I make a suggestion? I don't know if you guys do this or not. Yeah. You know, like everybody's like, everybody does their five and then you make up a final list, like, which is basically what everybody, everybody agrees on. And that's like the, the all fired up top five list. That's what you're here for. You're going to give us our final fire up four. That's, that's why I need you to get into this. We're we're coming to you for our, for, for the guru to help us with this. Okay. 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 I should should be writing this shit down then. (laughs) You'll keep hearing us. So, um, 
I'm going to give an honorable mention to Baron Davis. Um, that beard looked like it was painted on black. Um, it was amazing. Like it didn't look real to me ever. It shimmered and shined when he played um, Baron Davis. He's going to get um, the honorable mention um, as well as your, your keys. I, you can't, you can't fight that beard. Um, number four though, Ed Reed, another man whose beard scares me and it started turning silver at the end and it got scarier and, and, and Ed Reed, the football player. Yeah. Yeah. Ed Reed's beard. Very scary. Um, um, I didn't like it. Number three, a player I'm never fond of. I didn't like him on either team he played for. You guys probably cheered for him a little while and you hated him for a little while. Johnny Damon. Um, uh. That dirtbag beard of his. Um, pretty iconic. Got got some chips in, in, in Boston for that beard. I, I think the beard, the beard was the beard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. I'm not putting I'm not putting the beard James Harden on this list at number two. I mean, it's too obvious. It's too easy. Um, I have to put Mr. T on that list because I heard you saying it, and I can't think of anything better than having Mr. T as the number two beard in all of it because it's yeah, it's Mr. T. It's iconic. You're welcome. It's iconic. Um, and, and number one like, is, is Kimbo Slice. Um, I can't believe Fitz Magic wasn't on your list. Fitzmagic wasn't on my list. I do love me a Fitzmagic beard. Don't get me wrong. It's the best look under a helmet of any quarterback in the history of um, football. But uh, it's like basically if Steam went out there and put on a football helmet right now, that's what Fitzmagic looks like. It's going to get over, I think, for him this year, too. Um, it should look good contrast with those red uniforms. Uh, John, what are you working with over there? All right, so you're going to notice the trend with all the guys I pick about the beards that I apparently am a huge fan of. So mm-hmm. my... Um, my honorable mention is James Harden. Um, number four is Charlie Blackman from <laughs> the Rockies. That's a great one. Uh, I have Kimbo at number three. Um, I have uh, Fitzmagic at number two. And then my number one, I went with a homer pick, Brian Wilson. That's a great one. He, he was, he was going to be an honorable mention. The Brian Wilson beard was dirty. I like that. Do you remember the soccer player, Alexi Lalas? Team uh-uh. yesterday. He was team yesterday. He did this goatee, like, but it was like red and it was like halfway down his face. Um, he was an honorable mention as well as Bill Walton and his red beard. I liked the red beard back in the seventies. That's gotta, a good one. Yeah. Give credit to the red beard. Um, yeah. So what, what are you thinking here? Well, where, 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 where are we leaning towards? Uh, uh, you know, this is kind of easy and kind of tough. I will have to say that, John hit all of my five as you know, the list I had ready to come in seriously, almost in the same order. Wow. The the only thing that I would say uh, to add to that would be, if you're going to talk about Brian Wilson, you should have a little Sergio Romo sidecar going. Wow. And that's talking to the West coast right there. (laughs) That's right. Talking up the West coast. That's right. Um, that was a nasty Sergio, disgusting beard he had too. Very dirtbaggish. I liked it. He <laughs> was great. It's totally great. Um, yeah, those guys get a little, you know, like originality points for a little eccentricity and, and flair. You so know. Does it seem like with all three of us here, it seems like the the, the the winner is Kimbo Slice. I feel like he's our number one for the show. Is that, does that seem right? Yeah, there's three the- that we, there were three that we all agreed on. So, you know, you want you can put them one, two, and three. True. 
all of Kimbo that. was on all four. Kimbo should be number one then in the end list because we all agreed he was on there. And we're scared. Oh, that's right. And then I think we, I think two of three of us put in James Harden and three of us put in Ryan. Yeah, Gerald. Fitz. Fitzpatrick. I, I only know Fitz Magic. I was like, who is that? <laughs> I never heard of that guy. A president yeah. or something. All right. Well, we're getting to that time of day. Clax. Got it kind of early for you tonight. You have any uh, final thoughts while you're still awake here? Hey, come uh, to visit for me soon. I got a final thought. My final thought is I thought my, uh, my fantasy dreams for the season were dead, but luckily to a small, thanks to a small Jewish boy and a dream. <laughs> the, the, se- the season has been rekindled and here we are. God bless America. <laughs> As that small Jewish boy, I'd like to make my final <laughs> thought here. And um, I just know that in about about six weeks or an hour or so, there's going to be a special all fired up where I'm going on location. I'm leaving this home studio and I'm going on location and I'm flying across the world and I'm flying to Cape <laughs> Studio. Across the world. Yeah, I'm not going the way you think. You think I should go across the United States. Nope, I'm going the other way. I'm going over Asia, Europe, and I'm coming that way over the Atlantic. He's um, taking the scenic route. I'm taking the scenic route. Flight, right? And we're going to shoot a special episode live from K-Cup Studio. Chat will still be remote, but we will be at K-Cup Studio. And I- I'm pretty excited for it. Um, there-, there might be special guests. Who knows? It might snow. It's June. You never know. It's New York. There'll be pizza. I, I can could, I could tell you that. There'll be grease. There'll be pizza. There'll be grease. There will be a foggy room. It's going to be lovely. Life is mm-hmm. wonderful. Um, <laughs> Don, what is your final thoughts? Uh, kind of to piggyback off black. So this is going to be my first year playing fantasy baseball which is exciting, but I also hate losing. So there's also that scary aspect. Like I'm, you know, you, we all, we played fantasy football last season together. I am a sore loser and I'm not afraid to admit that. I hate losing. So I'm excited and also partially stressed, but we'll see what happens. I'm excited though. John, do, do you know when you love winning though? When you're drunk on like a Sunday night. You love <laughs> winning, bro. If there's anyone who... You, you might hate losing, but I've never seen someone who loves winning. <laughs> and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a thorough explanation in between now and Sunday on how this works and and exactly how this league is set up and how you want to draft for it and how it works before it starts. So you're so you're prepared. Yes, I want you to come personally. I want you to come in second place. Same same with you, Steam. Win some money. All right. Win some money. I could use help. Yeah. We'll, we'll, uh, no problem. Because like I said, I'd rather you guys win money than some of the other people in there. You're you're part of the all fired up family. So, so we always cheer for you first. But I love having all these people that have never played and they all pay money. Clax, this is amazing. This is amazing. I don't know how you did it. Commissioner of the year. <laughs> Do you have any final thoughts today, uh, Mr. Dahl? No. Nothing. It's good to see good to see you. Good to see Joe. It was nice to meet John. It was good to hang. Hey, hey. You as well. That's good enough for me. I'll take it. Check us All out on right. Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Anchor, YouTube. Uh, I don't know the names of the other nine that we're on, but there's a lot of them. So just go out there, find it, 
uh, check on Tinder, Bumble. I don't know where you can find it. Just go look Reddit. Um, the white bride on us, please. I don't know. Hashtag us places. Let's keep going viral like that other video we had. I don't know, Plax. What do you think? Let's do it. Until next time, though. Bye. Bye.